Well, a couple of years ago in the UK, they had a fire, uh, which is now famously known as the Grenfell Fire, where 72 people died. The British media was wall-to-wall on the issues of the fire, what caused it, or how it could be never happened again for weeks. Here in South Africa last week, we had a fire where uh, at a building on the 80 Marshall Street where 77 people died and almost like it never happened. We're going to talk to Herman Mashaba, former mayor of Johannesburg, to get some insights. Herman, I know that it's different countries. The UK is very far away from South Africa, but lives are lives. And uh, this this tragedy that happened in South Africa, uh, sure, it made the headlines momentarily, but it's almost like we're shell-shocked in this country and we're now moving on to other news headlines. You, having been the former mayor of Johannesburg, and we can go into uh, quite a lot of what you knew at the time, but uh, you you were aggressively trying to address this issue of hijacked buildings in the city. And so I thought there could surely not be any better person, better informed person, to give us some insights on exactly what went on here. We did talk to Mpo Dagada uh, uh, from a new political party called Arise South Africa, and he explained to us that this is all to do with criminality. But I'm sure you've got insights. Perhaps just your, your take on this tragedy. Yeah, no, thank you very much, uh, Alec, and uh, showing interest in this particular very painful uh, subject matter. I think more especially for someone like me, who um, I was at the cold face of this uh, for three years, with a lot of pushback, um, cold names, insulted, and uh, just uh, obviously my agenda, which was clear then and is clear now, was to uh, to reclaim uh, hijacked buildings and uh, provide affordable accommodation um, for, for, for our people. Because um, uh, when I took over as the mayor of the city of Johannesburg, um, at the time, the housing backlog was sitting at over 300,000, with people uh, on this waiting list uh, since 1995, 96, 97. At the same time, we had the city, uh, which... Uh, 30 years ago, was a was one of the top uh, cities in the world. Really new by any standards, because Johannesburg, by world standards, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a new city. But uh, unfortunately, in the last 30 years, um, it's become a slum. I think. Uh, I mean, my my kids actually every time uh, long before this fire, when I was uh, battling with this matter, they would really ask me, "Dad, do you, you, you there must be something wrong with you? Do you think you can?" Um, actually win this war against the slums because they never for them because my daughter born in 95 uh, sorry 94 and uh, my son two, two years or so later so for them the only thing that they know when they grew up Johannesburg was was already <coughs> becoming a slum and and you look at the condition by the time I became a mayor it was a, a real slum and uh, uh, they just don't believe me that uh, South Africa uh, was with Johannesburg in particular to tell them President uh, uh, Mandela after winning the elections in 1994 ANC through a party before his inauguration at the at the Carlton Ballroom I don't, don't know, Alec, you remember the, 
the Carlton Ballroom. Uh, the Carlton Centre was the third place. Um, and, and I happen to have been one of the people invited uh, to this event. And I look at it uh, in 10 years' time, Carlton Centre closed, uh, Johannesburg Sound around the corner closed, and we experienced this city really in front of our eyes uh, being taken over by criminal elements. And uh, it so happened that um, uh, August 20, 2016, I became the mayor. And uh, during the f 100 days of my administration on the 1st of um, December 2016, I made a commitment to people of Johannesburg uh, that I am going to reclaim the city, whether people like it or not, because we don't have a, an option. No ways we can allow oh, uh, those buildings to be taken over by criminal elements and we don't do anything about it. And uh, in the process... Um, we, uh, we, as a city, through the city, I formed um, Group Forensic, you remember, led by General Sibia. And uh, part of uh, yeah, the, um, the, the units with, within uh, GFIS was um, uh, the hijacking uh, unit uh, to really do the audit of uh, this and, and deal with this criminality, reporting to, it, uh, to the law enforcement agencies. Unfortunately, there was a pushback because yeah, for some reason, uh, when I made uh, the pronouncement about taking back our uh, reclaim in this city, I said, um, which is a fact, whether people want to call me names or not. It was a fact reporting to say majority of, of this building that uh, we, we, uh, we, we raid, we find up to 80% of uh, the residents are being uh, undocumented foreign nationals. It, it was a fact, uh, whether we like it or not. And uh, that's when um, the criticism was labeled and unleashed against me uh, being xenophobic and so forth, which I don't understand what uh, this meant. But lucky Alec, I'm not the person easily distracted uh, when I have the law on my side and and, uh, and I have my values on my side. Uh, I've soldiers on this, including managing to pass um, in council a project called the Inner City Rejuvenation Project because the city did not have the money to uh, to build houses uh, for people for 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 South Africans. Um, building these RDP houses, you rely on national government through the province uh, to give you grants to build RDP houses, where you build them uh, houses uh, far away from job opportunities. I said, no, this is not acceptable. Yes, we'll still accept uh, these grants, but um, let's get the private sector involved. Uh, expropriate these buildings, um, give them to the private sector on a long lease, let them tell us uh, if we give them the building, how much they will invest, how many units of uh, affordable units they will build, and how many people they will employ during uh, construction phase and after completion. Very difficult process at the time, not getting the support of our national and provincial gov government but I soldiered on uh, because it was a, a very important uh, project. In the process, in the three years, um, this, uh, uncovered uh, just over uh, 600 uh, buildings and properties in the city of Johannesburg. And um, in the process, uh, managed to get uh, about 44 of them, where, which we returned to the rightful owners because criminal uh, hijacking syndicates uh, were having a field day in the city of Johannesburg. So some of them, we return, uh, 44 of them, I think, we return them to the rightful owners. Uh, the ones where we could not find the owners, 
We then expropriated them because our constitution does allow expropriation without compensation when you're doing it for public good and you cannot find the owner because some of these buildings were hijacked, some of them were abandoned, some of them were derelict. By the time I left, uh, Alec, um, I'd already, uh, through council, awarded 154 of these buildings to the private sector to start construction. Well, you know, we'd already gone through all these uh, processes. Now it was just a question of uh, the building in 2019 when I, uh, uh, I awarded, we as a city awarded 154, you know, of these buildings. Yeah. The private sector investment, 32 billion rands. I'm sure um, you can go into your archives, uh, you can go into the, uh, the city's uh, website. This information is there for public knowledge. This, uh, this, uh, this awards to the private sector was going to bring an investment of 32 billion rands. It was going to create um, uh, 14,000 um, uh, uh, affordable accommodation for our people and students. It was going to, uh, uh, to create 22,000 permanent jobs during and after the construction. Actually, a month before I left, I actually did, uh, 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 got council approval to expropriate, uh, I think, about 38 uh, factories in the Weinberg area next to Alexander because of this way abandoned uh, build buildings. Already people taking them over and putting uh, structures in one factory, you can find up to 50, 100 families. Dangerous environment. So I'd already managed to really pass that. But unfortunately for me, I like, as you're aware, sad as it is, painful as it is, that's when I became aware of secret meetings between the ANC and the DA to have a motion of no confidence against me. And obviously, this uh, being aware of uh, this uh, imminent motion, I'm not uh, the one to really be pushed. And I said to South Africa, there was no way I would wait uh, to be embarrassed by a motion of no confidence because once you've got ANCDA, you've got no chance. So that's when on the... Um, on the 21st of October, I then announced to South Africa that I'm sadly have to leave because of um, the imminent uh, motion of no confidence. And now, what is said about it is that um, this whole project passed by council was now put on the sidelines. So you, you can talk to the officials of the city. They were told by the new admi ANC administration that this is Mashaba project. Um, it must be put uh, in uh, the, to the, the, the bottom drawer somewhere. And what is actually quite sad about it is the fact that um, businesses uh, which were awarded uh, these tenders, you can imagine how much money they spent to put together a motivation. Because this wasn't something which we just gave uh, to friends. Uh, people had to really tender, give us the best uh, proposal. So you can imagine uh, how much they spent. They were just about to start the construction. I had committed, it's in writing, that I had committed uh, to release uh, a minimum of 100 buildings uh, per year during the balance of my uh, tenure as a mayor of the city of Johannesburg. But unfortunately, politics came into the way and um, forced uh, to leave. Uh, and uh, the project uh, was uh, put at uh, uh, the bottom drawer. Now look at what happened um, last week. It's actually quite um, upset. Um, I'm, I'm emotionally drained as so I'm talking to you because I'm saying to myself, you know, what, why do we, is, is, this, is this an accident? Honestly, this, I mean, you can't just call this an accident.
Herman, after you left, and we now know you've got Action SA and perhaps in the next election the electorate will remember all of these things, but after you left, what happened then to those buildings? Because the, the stories that are emerging now, and um, they appear to have lots of substance, is that there are people who are taking the buildings, giving them, uh, people who work for the council or politically um, connected, giving them to NGOs that they create, NGOs that are, that are only an NGO in name, they don't do anything, and then using that as a front to extract rent from vulnerable people who pay them in cash and it's really one big money-making racket. And as a consequence of this, uh, the, the fire that killed 77 people reflects the danger or the high-risk uh, conditions that people are living in. So how did all of this get to where it is? Yeah, well, uh, Alec, that's why I'm, I'm, I was just at you. I'm, I'm emotionally drained knowing that uh, this could have really been um, uh, avoided had we uh, pursued um, this inner city rejuvenation. Perhaps, uh, obviously, uh, I think it is not really a science, you know, but, but if that inner city rejuvenation uh, project was allowed uh, to continue, because it wasn't my project, it was a yeah, it was a city-driven initiative approved by council. I wasn't doing this uh, behind closed doors in dark rooms, uh, smoked rooms. This was uh, the, all these projects were approved by council. The difficulty here, uh, Alec, which is actually quite sad, is that um, uh, the 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 kingpins of uh, this um, uh, hijack syndicates are known to our law enforcement agencies, and unfortunately. Even when I was a mayor, very reluctant to uh, to really prosecute uh, these uh, people. I'm sure you, as a journalist, uh, if you are not aware, you can do your homework. How many times uh, I used to complain about uh, lack of uh, reluctance and refusal of law enforcement agencies uh, to deal with this uh, criminal syndicate, including remember at one stage uh, I had to report um, uh, the. Uh, Jemeza, General Jemeza, I don't know whether he's general or whatever he is. Uh, he was the head of the Hawks. I had to report him to uh, to IPED for defeating the ends of justice because um, when General Sibian was uh, reporting these uh, cases of um, of these criminals, uh, giving them to the Hawks, Jemeza um, uh, called um, all the detectives uh, to say to them, Please, all these cases of Mashaba in the city of Johannesburg, before you investigate, please bring them to my office. So fortunate enough, I happened to uh, to, uh, to 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 know about this meeting. And uh, with General CB, I said, no, I'm going to report this uh, to IPED, uh, report Tlemeza uh, for defeating the ends of justice. Unfortunately, as you are aware, just a few days ago, he was opening his own political party. That shows... Um, a breakdown and the total disrespect uh, for for the rule of law in South Africa, and including the president of the country. Uh, I think uh, either 2018 or 2019, um, I happened no 2018. I happened to to, uh, to sit next to the president Sol Ramaphosa at um, 
June 16 um, commemoration in, in Soweto. I was the mayor at the time. He was the president, sat next to him. And I took advantage uh, to say, well, Mr. President, I'm there. we are having huge challenges in the city of Johannesburg uh, to get the support of our criminal justice system. We're sitting with lots of cases, and some of them involve some of your colleagues who are now currently serving with you in parliament and some of them in your, in your, in your cabinet. And we need help, otherwise our country is in trouble. And you know what he said to me? He says, uh, please do me a favor. Um, he gave me his email address to send it uh, to his office. When I got to his office, when I got back to my office, requested uh, General Sibia and Jeffers to give me cases that are that are that have already completed and um, they are easy to prosecute. They gave me sixty of them. Those cases, clear as they like, they didn't. The General Sibia and the team had already done some work. Emailed that information very same day to President Sal Ramaphosa's office. Here we are. It's how many years later? What five, six? I was the mayor at the time and the, as the, the representing people of Johannesburg. The president, he is the one who requested me to send him this information. Even up to today, I've not received an acknowledgement of my email. So I'm surprised when uh, the president says that this is a wake-up call. This is um, this is shock. Um, the one to carry out uh, institute commissions of inquiry. I mean, the the hijack building problem in the city of Johannesburg. It's it's a known case. In fact, uh, the, the, the earlier today, I was talking to one of the media houses to say, but I don't understand uh, the, the the province and, uh, and 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 the new administration of the ANC and EFF that they want to do the audit of of the buildings. We've got the the, the reports are there. We 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 passed through council. They they note uh, this uh, the, this information. I said instead of going on the ground, let them just ask JPC, this is Johannesburg Property Company. They've got information on every building that uh, they, they, they that that was investigated. Obviously, I'm sure there must be more, and um and act on 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 that. But uh, they're deciding to start all over again. I don't know why. Is it just political platitudes? I don't personally believe there's any seriousness in, in dealing with this matters. Political will. But Herman, something that that also uh, raises its ugly head here is that if you had been able, the opposition, to take over the governance of Johannesburg, now I'm not going to lay the deaths of these 77 people at your door, um, but the opposition has to take some culpability, surely. And I'm, again, not Action SA, because I know you've been trying really hard to do this. But it's almost like playing politics rather than getting together, getting the coalition together, getting the ANC and the EFF out. You don't have to be a rocket science to see what's going on there. And then occurrences like this could be avoided. Is, is there any way that some good can come out of this, that you can bash a few heads together, particularly here the DA and the PA, and get them to work together, get the governance of Johannesburg back, and actually start cleaning up the city once and for all? Well, uh, Alec, as you are aware, two weeks ago we signed uh, the multi-party charter uh, where we committed um, 
to work together and on the sidelines of uh, this um uh this convention um um the discussions were held they're facilitated by honorable Shabisa from the IFP um with John Steen Hazen and Holden uh, Molder from the, the Freedom Front Plus um to um to engage uh, the um, um uh, PA to to see if they'll be uh, willing to join uh, the uh, the charter because obviously part of the charter's the uh, item is the fact that you cannot work with the ANC and obviously John was fair to us to say guys uh, you guys know the position of my party as far as the PA is concerned however I will engage them um, as a result of what has really transpired but I cannot guarantee I'll talk to them. And but in the meantime, what I'll do this coming week, I'll get my team in in Houting to start engaging your technical uh, team. I then uh, in that uh, meeting with him and Chavisa said to John, do you mind in the meantime, so that we run current, uh, that I get to Colonel Mulder, who's got a uh, good relationship with uh, Kate and McKenzie, to engage McKenzie to see if. Uh, They'll be willing to sign uh, the, 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 the charter. And that's really what happened uh, to Corner Molde and uh, Michael Berman from Oasite engaged um, the PA, Gaten uh, and his team, and they were willing anytime to really sign this pack and get out of uh, um, the arrangement with AAC because it's part of the, our agreement. And in fact, what came out of when they came back to report to us that they would actually even help the DA in other municipalities like Nelson Mandela Bay, Nice Nine, others which we we are we were not involved in. They do call whole week. Um, uh, the team from uh, from from uh, uh, the technical team of our other parties tried everything possible to uh, to talk to the DA uh, in Houghton to talk, but unfortunately they all said we don't have the Monday to engage in this meeting as yet. So the whole week, Saturday, uh, later now, the following week, um, I was at a strat session uh, preparing for a policy conference. I received um, a long letter from John Steenes and from the DA informed me that um, they're not interested uh, to, to, to work with the PA. Um, they, they, weren't getting, they are not going to support our motion of no confidence, which... Uh, Motion we had submitted about seven or so weeks earlier. So they are not going to support this. They are proposing to come out with a motion to dissolve council. My goodness, now. And uh, what is actually quite interesting about this development is that um, it's a long letter. As I was reading this letter, already in Amazon in a start session, look, before I could finish reading this letter, um, already I had media on my side uh, um, asking to my response on DA's letter to me. I said to my goodness, uh, we waited the whole week um, uh, uh, for, for the DA to come back to us. And John was not under any obligation to commit. He made it clear to us that to speak to uh, his guys. But to write a letter to me, and um, before I finish reading the letter, he's already unleashed the media uh, for my comment. I found it really very disturbing, and that's why on Monday then requested our Johannesburg caucus to withdraw our motion because uh, without the DA support, uh, it is 
it didn't mean anything. And uh, we went to the, to council. They uh, last week uh, the city of Joburg went to council uh, before this fire. Um, the DA presented the motion, and uh, the uh, Action SA uh, councillors, IFP, Freedom Front Plus, and ACDP, we um, we folded our arms because. Uh, whether we voted with the with the deal or not, it was just really technical because we we you know we did not have the numbers to carry that, that motion through. And this particular motion, you needed two thirds majority. We did not have fifty plus one. So what what was the point to vote for a motion that was going to fail? The very same uh, an hour after the um, uh, uh, the failure of their motion. They then uh, DA came out with a very scathing uh, attack against uh, Action SA, having voted with the ANC to reject the motion. Nothing about the IFP, nothing about the Freedom Front Plus, nothing about ACTP. We are not the only ones uh, who folded our arms. But if even all of us had voted, we were going to lose anyway because we did not have the numbers. So I don't know, there's uh, something, there's some kind of... Uh, undercurrent that, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I find it difficult to, to understand. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, perhaps I'm stupid. You're not stupid. That's uh, one thing that you can never accuse, be accused of. What's going on here, Herman? Tell it straight. I, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, Alec, how do you explain what I've just told you? Uh, how uh, fortunate enough I've got witnesses uh Place so you can uh, phone, ask out, um, Tabisa, uh, ask, um, uh, um, uh, call the Molde because uh, we were given the mandate and John Stenazen and the DA had no obligation to accept. What I find it difficult to, why didn't John, when obviously did not get the support of his party, to just call uh, a Zoom meeting to say, guys, I really tried to, my party's position is that uh, we cannot. Yep, here's an alternative um, a suggestion that my party is suggesting. Not to write me a letter a week later, and while I'm busy reading your letter, y'all, you've already unleashed the media to, for a response. But, Herman, what's the future of the multi-charter or the multi-party charter if you have this kind of deviousness going on in the background, this kind of inability to follow through on belief, on something that everybody has has worked very hard for, uh, on some tenuous grounds. Why are you still part of the Charter? Why is the IFP there? Why is the Freedom Front there? If it looks like the DA says, do it our way or else uh, take the highway. What option, Alec, do we have? That's a question that uh, my team uh, asks me every day. You know, why? What? What? What the hell am I doing in this chat? But, but uh, I think I'm a practical man. If um, I don't engage the DA uh, and I don't engage the ANC, which I will never. The, uh, I want South Africa to know. I'd rather be out of politics and la and this country collapse than really work with the ANC. That is, I'm very clear about. But to tell me if I'm going to uh, to uh, to not engage uh, the, the the DA. Um, what option do I have? Um, I hope that one day some sense will prevail uh, 
within DA structures uh, to put uh, the interest of uh, the residents of Johannesburg in South Africa ahead of their narrow political agendas. Because my own sense is that um, it is clear that um, they are concerned about the growth of uh, PA in the Western Cape. They are concerned about Action SA's growth uh, nationally. I, I think so. Uh, it, it probably there must be someone advising them to discredit us, and they don't realize uh, DA, that I wasn't yesterday, you know. Uh, and I'm not a prophet, but some of the things you can see what games are being played. And um, yes, you're not going to play to, uh, to this type of games uh, forever. But at the end of the day, I'm not in politics uh, for any other thing than to save our country from the ANC. So I will do everything, whatever it takes, uh, to one day find um, a, a way to democratically mobilize South Africans to unseat the ANC so that we can start a new chapter for our country. And the public, especially the people in Johannesburg, sit on the sidelines and shake their heads as the politics goes on and people die. Yeah, you ask yourself, uh, Alec, Alec, just, uh, I mean, uh, just look at it. I've spoken to so many people here in, in the city of Joburg and I still talk to them. That they just don't understand why we as a, as a multi-party charter, we can... Um, uh, prefer to have an ANC EFF government when we can actually uh, unseat them. Because even with the PA, our, our proposal to, to, to John and the DA was that uh, yeah, DA, we respect your decision by not wanting to work with the PA. But you can't tell us uh, ANC EFF is a better option. Then what you do, we should make you very powerful. Vote with us on an issue-by-issue -issue basis. Allow the ASTA to unseat this. We will find a way to manage PA. You'll hold us accountable so that there's no corruption. In fact, uh, for us, or me in particular, it'll help when I can have a robust uh, opposition who can ensure that uh, there's uh, ethical leadership, we stop corruption and so forth. Because DA expresses concern of uh, PA's um, corruption. But if uh, they are there as a watchdog, uh, because without uh, their support, we can't govern. But we find this, I find this really very weird. It, it just doesn't, honestly, as much as uh, uh, I'm not a mathematician, you, you, you can only find out uh, that, I mean, I mean, you cannot find out the actual motivation behind the DA's position. Now, I really hope and I pray that one day they'll find it uh, within themselves uh, to put the interest of South Africa ahead of their own narrow interest because the DA is not going to govern on their own. Uh, actually, what they're doing, actually, they are expediting themselves, actually, company 2024 to even lose the Western Cape at this rate uh, at which they're operating because uh, a lot of people are really very upset uh, with what, what is happening. Why you can claim to want to remove ANC and EFF in 2024? Yet an opportunity for the biggest metro income in the country, the economic hub, um, where we can demonstrate to people of South Africa that we see us as the multi-party pack for removing ANC, EFF. Um, unfortunately for them, they says no, they don't want to get involved, including not being part of the government, vote with us on an issue-by-issue issue basis. They are refusing. So 
unfortunately, only the DA can explain this. I'm not there. But uh, we we are committed. We are going to do everything possible um, to ensure that um, come 2024. Look, as action is saying, uh, this is actually uh, driving more energy in us to to try do everything possible to get outright majority. Which which I mean, it's almost an impossible ask. But uh, we we hope that um, well, with us emerging as as uh, the the second biggest party to form this multi party government and accommodate other parties, we are, we are much more determined uh, than ever before because we realize that uh, the only way we can save this country is for Action SA being the, be the party that must form a national and uh, provincial government, including here in Johannesburg, because, in Gauteng, because here in Gauteng, without any doubt, ANC is history. At national government, they'll not get any weight close to 40%. So there is that op- opportunity. Um, of unseating the ANC, if definite um, for sure that um, in in Houding, even working with the EFF, they won't be able to form government. Uh, they tell that the two of uh, uh, they, they, that that's not going to happen. At national government, we are now running a risk of adding on the ANC EFF. Now you are adding PA, and I'm sure no one can ignore the growth of uh, PA in the Western Cape. So if now we are now driving them towards the ANC EFF camp, I, I'm I'm not honestly. There's another probably there's another big agenda. Some. Herman Mashaba, leader of Action SA. I'm Alec Hogg from Biznews.com.